Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense, and you sound silly as hell. Let's get it, GMGP. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It is Wednesday, March 22, 2023. Y'all decided to wake y'all ass up, Ray G. And for that, you know I appreciate you all being in the building my wake up family the squad in the building we got jimbo marlon what's happening with y'all rico stone in the building fizzle dollars on the intro hog butchers what's happening hog butchers taylor wolf chris in the building dynasty berry seven goat rings sean m nicholas j alex c main event jeff n matt bruning we got devon joe gm GP, that's right, my girl Nathan Leo Scott in the building. Lights out, Andre Justin. It's gonna be a good show. We ain't gonna play around. Hit that thumbs up button, like the content, engage in the comments. We're gonna be doing a mock rookie mock 4.0, but we take the mock that we looked at on Monday from Trevor Sikama over at PFF, and we are going to mock draft two round rookie mock based on the draft capital and landing spots of this mock. Doesn't matter who I like, doesn't matter who you like, how would we react? If these were the spots, this was the capital, what do we do? So this is an exercise we do every single draft season just to get us ready. Uh, You know, we have no idea if these mocks are accurate or not, but it's a fun exercise uh, to to dive into. Jay, how you doing this morning, baby? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited for this mock. This was one that I found over the weekend from Trevor, and it's a little different off the beaten path that we've been doing. We've got some good news. Look at you. You're getting hyped to the music. I'm ready. I'm excited, man. This should be a good one. Should be a good one. Did you find the mock, or did I find the mock? I think I found found the mock. I don't know. Come on. Who sent it to who? I think I sent it to you. We got the the Brown brothers in both both of them in this mock, so I knew you'd be happy to see that. Remember that? We haven't seen Chase uh, Brown yeah, in the mock. You yeah. did, you Remember did, that? you did. Remember you that? sent it to me. Okay, all right, you sent yeah. it to me. All right, shout out to our partner Epson, man. Go big, go epic, go Epson, baby. You got to do it. I'm telling y'all right now, 
100 inch, 120 inch silver flex screen. Get you the screen. Get the projector. It's going to uh, just get a project. Just get it. Get it. Visit Epson.com forward slash wake up. I mean, I, my wife watches the damn thing more than I do. I mean, I can't even get up there to watch anything because she's always watching all kind of wild shows um, on this beautiful LS800 epic experience. I'm telling you, it's dope. It's awesome. If you're thinking about hooking up your uh, your viewing space, your media room, all of that, visit epson.com forward slash wake up. You could go you, do YouTube reviews on it. I promise you, uh, you all, you will not be disappointed by the product. It is fan. Fantastic. Epson came into my crib, hooked me up, but it doesn't matter where I move to. I bet you I will have one of these bad boys in my media center. And Jay, Michelle Adora Coffee, you know what it is. And I can't lie to the people. I'm out. They need to send me some more. I'm all out, Jay. I'm out of Michelle Adora Coffee. I see you got yours on the screen right now. Don't spill it. Don't spill it today. Not spilling it today. Please don't not spill it. it. Jay, I, I'm, a, I'm not going to tell a lie. If I don't have the coffee, I can't pump it like I normally can. But no coffee for all GQ this morning. I'm running on just straight testosterone right now. Just straight tea. Straight testosterone. Got your boy jacked up right Killing now. Killing it so far. Mm. Killing it so far. I mm. like it. I like the energy. People right. like it. Well, let's go. We got to get into it, man. I ain't got. We ain't got time to play. Well, listen, Jay. Hit on some news. Right. Talk, talk through some news real quick. What, what's going on in the NFL world before we get to the mock? All right, Ray, so we do have a slight Lamar Jackson update. His uh, his crazy uncle has been calling NFL franchises because it is someone who is not accredited by the NFLPA, so no one knows who this person is. But they are apparently calling teams, telling Lamar Jackson, telling them Lamar Jackson does not want to play for the Ravens anymore. They also apparently told him, Ray, that he does not want a guaranteed contract, which is a pretty big difference in reporting that we've seen recently. So pretty surprised to see that. The Colts remain interested, and as well, Ray, the Vikings are apparently a dark that. horse, according to some executives around the league and some insiders who've been doing some reporting on that. So potentially we could see a Kirk Cousins for Lamar Jackson trade, but really it's just speculation as of right now as to what happens there. It's not really getting a ton from Lamar Jackson. This is kind of the first update we've seen about him, but yeah, apparently someone's calling NFL teams saying that he wants out and he doesn't want a guaranteed contract, which is pretty surprising. We have the Bills who signed Damian Harris to a very small deal, probably oh. to take on the Zach Moss role. The Texans signed Dalton Schultz and Devin Singletary. We're still waiting on DeAndre Hopkins news, so maybe something there. Three womps. Singletary, all right, do you Harris, and Schultz get all three sad trombone. And there was a report that Schultz had three for 36. He, yeah. he had three for 36, and he said, I'm good. I don't want that. I'm a better. It's like Dennis Schroeder. Remember Dennis Schroeder? Yeah, you said it on Twitter. You said uh, Dennis Schroeder, yeah. Pe people fumbled who like $90 million. $90 million. <laughs> wanted to bet on himself and had to settle for like a $9 million deal. Now he's going to get paid yeah. now. But yeah, tough world out there for the free agents, uh, Jay Rich. Yeah, not a bet on yourself type of market right now. And then, Ray, we do have some Pro Day news because today we have the Ohio State Pro Day. And we will see CJ Stroud. We will see Jack Smith and Jacoba. And we will also see Marvin, Marvin Harrison, Harrison Jr. Jr. Yes. Yes. Mar yes. Marv will be participating, helping out his boy CJ Stroud. So that's great because last year, Ray, if you recall, CJ Stroud threw at the Ohio State Pro Day. Yes. And a lot of GMs were enamored by him at that moment. So Marv will get his first taste of NFL scouts. Apparently, there will be 11 Panthers representatives at this pro day Ooh. today. And for all the Giants fans out there, JSN had dinner with the Giants last night. So maybe a reason to get excited. Good day. Maybe not. I don't it's know. Good day. No, I be, don't know. Jay, can we just say, Marv, right now, can we get it out of the way? So there's no debate. <laughs> so, there's no debate. There's no scouting. 
He's wide receiver one next year, right? Uh, he Ray, is, I, I I do have one question for you. Is there a world where no. JSN gets downgraded because Marv <laughs> looks, so, Marv looks good. so good? Like Marv is so much better than him, running routes, catching passes. And people are like, why would I oh, want JSN? Man. Like he's just some guy who can play in the slot. He's fine, but he's no Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. And then as well, Ray, we do have Alabama Pro Day tomorrow and Kentucky mm -hmm. Pro Day on Friday. So a pretty loaded couple of days on Pro Days. And Ray... Japan won the World Baseball Classic I saw yesterday. That. Shohei. So put some respect on Japan and Shohei Otani. Mm. We're getting it done. Mm. Getting it done. Closing yes. out the World Baseball Classic. Struck out Let's his teammate. Go. I'm all into baseball. Let's this go. Year. Now that my son's actually playing baseball, I'm all into it. Struck out Mike Trout. Let's go. I mean, let's go. Yeah, and I, I saw something on Twitter, right? Killed me. The only thing stopping Mike Trout from winning anything, his Angels teammates. <laughs> because just again yesterday, Shohei Otani stopped him from winning anything. And just like in the regular season, his teammates are booty outside of Shohei, of course. How can just they? How, how does the MLB not be able to market that dude, man? Like, I just don't, it's, I don't get right? it. It's I don't get it, the man. The funniest thing in the world, because you just see these tweets, the biggest game Mike Trout will ever play all season was yesterday and the season wow. hasn't even started yet wow. but it's the truth they're terrible they're not going anywhere as good as Shohei and Mike Trout are they're right. going nowhere well let's uh let's talk some football we'll get in there we'll get in I know you're ready for baseball Jay it's almost your time to shine it's almost your time three, to shine. three great three swinging strikes has only happened 24 times for Mike Trout in 6100 plate appearances and Shohei did that yesterday just yesterday say that one more time Three. So Mike Trout has only had yes. three swinging strikes in 24 plate appearances, or tw 24 times in 6,100 plate appearances. Wow, wow! And, and he just gassed him. him. He just gassed yeah. him fastballs twice. Yeah. Mike Trout boom, boom. couldn't yeah. do anything. Then the slider came in. He's like, ooh, ooh. yeah, got his knees. Gone. I love it, man. I love it. We love sports. Crazy. Not even sports. We love sports here at uh, Destination Debbie. But I'll tell you one position uh, that people don't love. Jay is running back. And before we get into the show, man. <laughs> I'm telling everybody right now, and it's it's a question I've posed to our patrons, right? Patreon.com forward slash all gas or underdog fantasy, deposit 10, they match you 10, and you get a free sub to Destination Devi's uh, Discord for the year. Uh, great value there. I mean, just literally, you, like, you're almost getting a free sell that at Walmart. Well, I mean, well, think about it. You put in 10, they give you 10, so your 10 is already recouped, yeah. and then you get Discord access for free. Like, who wouldn't do that? Like, like literally, it's... No risk back with us. right there. Talk no, about the running no back risk value, back. quarterback now, value. Well, let's talk real quick about running back, man. You're seeing cats like Damian Harris. Like the, the most money a running back has gotten in guarantees this year is Devin Sing, um, David Montgomery and Miles David Sanders Montgomery. got 11 million, right? They got $11 million mm -hmm. guaranteed, but their annual value is what? Like $6 million, $7 million per year, something like yeah. that. So Josh Jacobs didn't want to sign the tag, but he's being paid almost – Three million more dollars per year just off of this one year season than yeah. everybody else. Running back market is screwed, Jay. It is. Oh, and I think terrible. we were talking about it yesterday, man. The true litmus test of how the NFL is going to, how we need to start reacting to how the NFL values these guys. I was listening to Scott on uh, his Trades and Five show last night say, He's looking at running backs one year, one year windows, one year, one year, one year. Josh Larkey and I, when we did a show together, he said two year windows. If Jonathan Taylor, who's due for a contract next year, if the Colts don't pay him or if they just slap the tag on him and the Giants let Barkley walk, 
you can kiss running back value goodbye. I mean, yeah. literally. You could if if J if the Colts don't pay JT next year, which I'll be very interested to see if they do, Jay. Very interested to see if they hand him 15, 16 million dollars per year. It's a wrap. Like it's if for yeah. the foreseeable future, Brees Hall don't expect like the, the NFL is telling us how they feel about this position. Like I'm I'm Dallas, I don't think they're going to pay Pollard after this year. I think they're going to run him into nope. the dirt and let him go. 27-year-old running yep. back, Ramondre Stevenson. Again, you got one more year under contract in New England. Once his time is up, goodbye. And look at how the NFL is treating these guys, man. And I continue to ask the question. I mean, it's not a debate for this show, but we're going to talk about it, especially in the summer when there's not a lot going on. The NFL continues to tell us how much they don't care about this position, right? Yet we in fantasy, or a lot of people, still value it at such a high premium. So high. Yeah. We either need to adjust running back scoring or think about the position in a different... Like, they're just platooning guys. It's, it's, I think you're going to see full-blown committees. And if I'm Bijan Robinson... Do you think I really want any team that drafts me to turn around and give me the ball 25 times a game? They know. Yeah. There's no, there's no, you ride me into the dirt the way that the NFL is trending now. There's no hope for a second contract, right? There's no, if I'm Bijan, it's Austin Eckler's been saying it. Don't give me the ball yeah. all the damn time. Like, utilize me in creative ways. I'm getting you 1,600 yards, 20 touchdowns per season. Josh Jacobs has said, I don't want the ball 400 times a year. It's, it's very interesting, very interesting how we're seeing the NFL treat these guys and how we still value this position on a pedestal for fantasy, Jay. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I just want to throw it out there, man. Just be next year, I think, is going to be the true litmus test for it. I mean, it already kind of started with Saquon and him not getting the well, bag, right? Well, we got right? three, right? We got three guys on the tag this year, and it's and it could be something we see almost every year. You know, they could we could easily see Ramondra on the tag. We could see JT on the tag, like, and we talked about this in the Discord yesterday. We're going to see that tag price not only get on more players, but it's also going to go down. Once you get Kamara, CMC, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, all these guys that are paid above the tag and they're off that big contract, right. it's going to be like no one's paid more than $11 million at running back. It's not going to matter how good you are. The Giants don't want to sign Saquon because he's just not worth it. The reality is, is that... What we've seen in the NFL is running backs do not win championships. In the last four years, I don't believe a champion has ever been higher than 20th in rushing in the NFL, which is, again, in the bottom wow. third of the NFL. So that tells you a lot about how to, how they value the, the running back position and what it ultimately means for a team to win in the NFL. It and, doesn't and really of, correlate that well. And of course, y'all know, everything that we talk about on here is the, the, the general caveat. I need to just have it flashing on the screen. Know your league, yeah. know your settings, right? Like, if it's point per carry and all, all the, like, yes, they matter 100%. But even though they matter in your league, I still don't think it changes the fact of how we should be valuing them for our rosters. You, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen to the wordplay there. Like, they may matter for your league, but how, or, or they may be valuable for that league, right? Based on those settings. But the position in itself is still not very valuable to the NFL. So how you should operate with said asset on your team, you got to think about what you want to do. Do you really just want to go out and pay three first for a running back, knowing that in a couple of years they're probably obsolete? I think you need to, Scott talked about it last night, year-by-year year game. 
And if you have a stud like a Taylor or a McCaffrey or a Brees, you just ride him into the dirt. F it. Because the thing is, you'll never get the value for him that you want after year two. But whatever they're worth and the production they're giving you, you're probably never getting that in, in, in trade value. So it's almost like the, the, bet, the better bet is to draft them high in rookie drafts and just ride them. Right. I'm not going out there and trading for Kenneth Walker or giving you multiple first round picks for Tony Pollard or Ramondre Stevenson. If I have them, great. If not, I could find somebody else. And you just you just have to be mindful of all of that. But neither here nor there. Another philosophical conversation for another day. Y'all know me. I'm just asking, baby. I'm just asking the damn question. But, Jay, let's get into this mock. And we got it all pulled up right here. Uh, for, uh, I, I, Jay, you know, I like to color code everything. That's how I learned in school. I just had sticky notes with different colors and tabs, different fucking colored, uh, pins. It's just how big I learned. Big highlighter guy, right. it looks like. Big high, big, oh, dude, you should see the collection of highlighters I have in the, in the closet right here. But this is Trevor Sikama, landing spot, draft capital, positional rank right here. We got sleeper pulled up. I could have dual screened this. Jay, I'm giving you... The one-on-one. So based on the mock, and you can see there's Bijan down there, 126 to the Cowboys. You got some Jameer Gibbs, 234 to the uh, to the Arizona Cardinals. Jay, you are on the clock. Who are How you about taking? them Cowboys, Ray? How are you taking one-on-one? Give me Bijan Robinson. Yeah, man. Give me Bijan. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. easy. E- even on an offense that is supposed super to run more. Oh, this is wrong Tony title. Power there. It is super flex. Yeah. <laughs> It was wrong. It title. is super flex. That's okay. It's okay. The people will know. We 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 say we're going to do a one quarterback league, and we never do. We we'll get there. Don't worry. April we'll right before the draft, we'll get there. We'll get. But there. yeah, even with all these landing spots, C.J. Stroud going one, Bryce two, A. Rich four, Levis I believe was seven. Even still, this is just too good of a landing spot. Dallas would treat this man like the king that he is, and he would get all the work replacing Zeke and look much better doing so. Give me B. John Robinson here. Yeah, I mean, Bijan to Dallas. So the, the more I think about it, the more excited I get as a Cowboys fan, especially with the acquisitions that they've made. But here I am at the 102 spot, Jay, and nothing has changed for me uh, in fantasy football. I will draft him as QB1. Anthony Richardson at 1-4 to the Indianapolis Colts. Sign me up here at 102 in Superflex. I'm rolling with the uh, the freak that is a rich. and I, Dude, I just realized yesterday, okay. Jay, Shane Steichen. Now, where am I from, Jay? Where am I? Where's my hometown? Where am I from? Las Vegas. You're right? from Las Vegas. I'm from Las Vegas. I knew the name sounded familiar. He was the damn quarterback at UNLV. Like I, I knew oh, I really? remembered. Okay. Yes, like when I during my youth, I knew I remembered the damn name. He played quarterback okay. at UNLV. Anyway, were they uh, any good? No, God no. You know he's awful. Um so he's a better he's a better coach than he is a quarterback. That's good to know. Yeah. And I'm I'm with you. I think with Steichen, we saw what he did with Jalen Hurts, and I think you could make some parallels there, not to say that it's a direct parallel, but there is some hope that he can take a running quarterback and turn him into a great passing quarterback. So I do like that pick. I'll be taking CJ Stroud here. I've maintained that CJ Stroud is my quarterback over Bryce Young, especially when you talk about him going to Carolina versus Houston. Houston's made some good moves. I like some of the moves they made, but they're not really ones that really move the needle for me. I'd rather trust in Frank Wright and that staff, even with what I view as a bit of a depleted draft capital over the next few years because of everything they gave up to get this number one pick. But I still do like Stroud long term. I think he'll be a great quarterback in the NFL. I like the pick. I'm not, listen, I'm not going to argue any of the quarterbacks. No, no. Of the big three that we talk about, however y'all want to have them ranked, 
be my guest. I wouldn't argue you. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. If you want to have Bryce at one, A. Rich at three, Stroud at two, A. Rich at two, one. I think all three of these quarterbacks are really good. At 104, I am taking uh, Mr. Bryce Young. I don't care about his size. I don't care about the height, any of that stuff. I think he's going to be a fantastic quarterback. Seen him do it enough. Go look at the last-minute drive versus Auburn in 2021 when he started at his own two-yard line and drove him the length of the field in under a minute and a half, and that's all you need to know. Ice water in his veins. B.Y. Bryce Young, 104. Come get it. Now you are at the pivot point, Jay. And uh, Bryce Young, per Sycamus Mock, did go number two overall to the uh, to the Houston Texans. Jay, you're up here at the 105. Where are you going? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, JSN to Seattle is an option for sure. Will Levis obviously is an option. Ray, am I a fraud if I take QJ here? Even though he went to, like, I kind of like the spot in Minnesota. So if I'm being honest, Ooh. am I taking QJ in Minnesota? Am I taking JSN in Seattle? I like JSN. I don't really like QJ that much, but I think I like Minnesota a lot more than I like. And then you got so he's wide receiver three. Wide receiver three. Yuck. Yeah. Ooh. I think I'm gonna take Levis here. Wait a minute. I, don't, I can't Wait, take Gibbs. Did Zay go? Did Zay go to Baltimore or the Giants? See, I've already messed it I, up. Jay. You, you, you got it in there. That's why I'm looking I it up right now. I, I think have it he open. went to. I think he went to Baltimore. Who did the Giants Way get? To go. Did I mess it up already? Who did he get? It, it looks like he did because I, I where did. is Zay down here? I, I'll pull it I up because you don't. You don't know. You don't. You don't have open, the mock but... pulled up. You don't have it pulled up. I have it pulled up. No, right I here. do have it up. Where's well, just scroll. Just oh, he scroll. did go to the Giants. There you yeah, go. There, he yeah, did go to the that, Giants. Yeah, okay. So I, I knew I I'm not tripping. taking Zay. That's just, that's not happening either way. I'm going to take Will Levis here. And really, it's because for me, this would be a big trade down spot. Uh, he did go 7 2. You said Vegas, you're taking Will Levis? I'm taking Will Levis. Yeah. Okay. I'd be taking the quarterback. He went at 7. They're going to build around him. He'll have to start his first year. It'll probably be Jimmy. Again, it could be QJ. It could be. JSN, it could be Zay, if that's just your guy, the next Antonio Brown, whatever you want to call him in the Twitter streets. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know where I would go with this pick if I didn't go Levis. And I don't think you can make the case for Gibbs in Arizona because that immediate return is going to be just not good, probably. You don't like for, uh, you don't like Gibbs in Arizona? A lot of people like Gibbs in Arizona, man. It's a wide open spot, which is great. But I mean, upside wise, like you're looking at what, Damian Pierce, probably? They could even be worse than the Texans were last year. So that's the only reason why I'm kind of like, I don't know, man. And James Conner's still on the roster. I don't think he's going to take James Conner's job in the first season. He probably takes a decent chunk of work, but I don't think he's going to take the full workload like Damian Pierce kind of did. So if it was me, I would probably stick with Levis here because he's the quarterback, highest potential mm-hmm. return on this pick. But it's kind of a bad spot to be in in some of these super flex rookie drafts. All right, all four quarterbacks are off of the board. Rich, Stroud, Young, Levis, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, I mean, two, three, four, five, and one, six. I am going to take Jackson Smith and Jigba, who is my wide receiver one in the class. I like the landing spot of Seattle. He's not going to be a top option there. Probably, you know, next year play with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf there. But I like the situation. I'm here with the capital. I do like Quentin Johnson's landing spot, according to this mock, and wouldn't argue you taking him over JSN. But for me, he's my wide receiver one. He got the capital. There's nothing else to be done besides press draft as uh, the first receiver off of the board. That's, That's all that's left for me to do in the process if the draft plays out this way. You are up, Jay, at the uh the one seven. The one seven. What do we do at the one seven? 
I'm taking Quentin Johnston here. Uh, wide receiver, TCU to the Minnesota Vikings. Playing next to Jefferson is a luxury that only one receiver will have in the NFL. Adam Thielen did not take advantage, but QJ definitely would. He would add some diversity there. And if, heaven forbid, Lamar Jackson ends up on the Minnesota Vikings, I guess QJ probably wouldn't end up there, but it would be a very exciting environment to have those three players all on one field but having jefferson and johnson on the same field would be potentially a massive upgrade for kirk cousins and even for jj as well having a player who's competent on the other side i think qj could definitely do some things in that offense next to such a talented wide receiver all right now now it gets it gets interesting right because you've got two first round tight ends your final first round receiver on the giants but right now, I'm thinking about diving into the running back pool uh, here, Jay. I got him as a damn tight end. Here at uh, pick, uh, what am I, 1-7? At the 1-7 spot? Yep. At 1-8? Yeah, I think I would take, man, Jameer Gibbs or Zay Flowers. Jameer Gibbs, 234 to the Cardinals, top of the second. Zay Flowers, back of the first to the Giants. Uh, Arizona is so bad. And James Conner, I think I'm going to take, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go Jameer Gibbs right here, Jay. I'm going to take the second round running back over the first round receiver. This could be bad. This could be horrible process, but he got drafted at the top of the second round. Arizona, all they have is James Conner. I think you got to go yep. Gibbs here. And I'm not even looking at the chat, so I don't know if the chat hates it or loves it, but I feel like you've got to take Gibbs here. I mean, it's you're talking about what, like eight spots difference in pick right here between Flowers yeah. and Gibbs? I think I'm going RB2 off of the board, Jameer Gibbs, at the 1-8 spot. So now I'm here at 1-9, and I yep. have a decision to make, Ray. You do? You do? Because you know I, you know I want that running back at the top of the third round. You know he's going to be a first round pick in this mock. Is that too? Is that too early? I don't think it's crazy to take Ray, a third round I don't running think back. It's crazy in the okay, first round, is- the top ten. I don't think you can do it right. No, let me let me let me shut up. So you do whatever you want to do. You do whatever you so, want to do. But I don't know if we should be taking a third round running back. I'm with you. It sounds this a little high. crazy, but he's been here. Right. He's he is. We we have said basically that he is our RB three. And if he goes to Chicago, even if it's at the top of the third round, I don't know if he's not our RB three based off this mock. I don't think you would disagree. He's probably still our RB three. Where would we ultimately draft him? It's a different conversation. I think if it was me, you have to smash the pick as Zay flowers here. I don't want to do it. But he's still the first-round wide receiver. I'm taking Zay Flowers because he's the first-round wide receiver. The hit rate is much higher for those players. But I don't think it's crazy to say if you wanted to take the player who we have pegged as RB3 going to a team that ran the most in football last year. Now, I think this draft was also before Deonta Foreman was signed to the Bears. But if if Charbonnet goes to the Bears, even with Foreman there, even with Herbert there, he could still be the RB1, which would be a 200-carry role. And he can catch passes out of the backfield better than anybody else there as well. So, again, Foreman is there now. I don't think Trevor factored that into his mock. But if if he wasn't there, you could definitely make the case. It's just probably not the right process play. And that's why I'm taking Zay Flowers. All right. Um, I think that was a good pick. That was the right pick. I, don't, I would not have taken Charbonnet over Zay Flowers. I'm not taking a third-round running back over a first-round receiver. And that receiver landed in a Brian Dayball offense. So, I like it, Jay. I'm up at the, what, 110? 
man, when you're doing this off of a mock, there's a there it is um this is much it's getting ugly. It's it's harder than just doing it based off of who you like or your personal rankings. That's easy shit, right? Like I saw somebody say we should do a community mock. We gotta do a community mock with like landing spots because it's so easy to just say, Oh, that's yeah. my RB four. I'm taking Zach Evans at the back of the first and all NFL draft analysts are like this dude's a you know a ninth round pick. Why would you take him in the in, in the back of the first? So here I am at the and I did say ninth round pick. Here I am at the 110. Flowers is off of the board. Jay, I am going to take. You're not taking a tight end in the first round, are you? I am taking well. You're no. thinking about it. You... No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I am going to take. Deshaun Watson's new oh. eventual number two wide receiver, Jordan Addison out of USC, who was drafted 42nd overall to the Cleveland Browns, coming off of the board as wide receiver five. I like the spit. Uh, I like the, the fit in Cleveland with Watson. I know Donovan Peoples-Jones is there. Amari Cooper. I don't know how much is left on Amari Cooper's contract, but if Addison is good... You know, maybe, maybe Cleveland's like, we don't want to pay you again. And we drafted Addison at the top of the second. And uh, we're going to roll with him as uh, Deshaun Watson's new number one. So I'll take Addison here at two uh, at the 110. And hopefully my guy falls to me at the back of the first. You're I'm taking Charbonnet here. Um, this is a little bit easier. I could go Josh Downs. He went to Carolina. I could go with who was the other receiver? It was well. I mean, I could go Mayer if I was really feeling. You could spicy. go Mayer, but Hyatt you went, went to the Chargers. But you right? went, you went, went Charbonnet. Kind of you went Charbonnet. I went with the running back. Talk about it. Yeah, I went with the running back. So for me, RB three, RB three in this mock. RB3? Third round, third round to the yeah, Chicago Bears. I think he went. Did he go behind A chain in this mock? No, he oh. went. No, he went. A chain is below. He went much further, much higher than A chain. Third running back <laughs> so off the board. Go. First pick in the third. Yeah. So. Basically a second round pick. Again, these receivers you could go down to will probably be some semblance of the number one, number well, just two. Talk, just, in talk about Sharps. just talk about Sharps. Talk talk about why you would take the to third me, round running back who's behind Deonta Foreman and Khalil Herbert. Don't worry about Josh Downs. You didn't pick him. For me, it just comes down to talent, right? It, I think that he's the clear-cut best talent in this backfield. You can make the case for Foreman being a very talented rusher, but as a pass catcher, for me, it's very clearly Zach Charbonnet. He can do everything they need him to do. He can play on all three downs, and I think he can win this job over the long term. It's a bit of a long-term play, but if you're telling me I have to project Josh Downs or I have to project Jalen Hyatt in the NFL, I would happily take Charbonnet and what his ceiling could be, even though, again, he is a running back. But the point ceiling for him would be very high in a run-first offense in Chicago. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like I can argue it that much. We're doing this mock based on draft capital and landing spots, right? Not our rankings, not our personal feelings. We're trying to use some data and say if the draft played out this way, how would we mock? Or how would we proceed in our rookie drafts? And, I mean, he's the, the third RB off the board in the third round, which kind of telling. And I do think that we will see running backs slide, not because they're bad, but because there are so many in this draft. And teams yeah. are probably like, I don't need to reach for one in the second round when majority of them are going to come off the board between round three and six, right? I can catch one and I can catch a Dwayne McBride in the fourth and Izzy Abanacanda in the fifth. Why am I going to reach for a guy at the top of the second? So I'm not going to knock it. I'm interested what the chat thinks about it, but you left me this guy and I'm going to happily take him. Jalen Hyatt in this mock went 53rd overall to the Los Angeles Chargers. 
And uh, I don't care about projecting him or any of that. Uh, he's going to be tethered to Justin Herbert, second-round pick at wide receiver. Speed guy brings a different element to that offense. So I'm fine with selecting Jalen Hyatt here at the back of the first. So the first round, Bijan 101, he went the first round to the Cowboys. A. Rich, Stroud, Young, and Levis were the next four picks. All of them were top 10 picks. Uh, A. Rich to the Colts, Stroud to the Panthers, Young to the Texans, Levis to the Raiders. JSN, 20th overall to the Seahawks, comes off the board at 106. QJ, 1-7. I love the landing spot. For QJ, who was drafted 23rd by the Vikings in this mock, according to Trevor Sikama, Jameer Gibbs came off the board at 34 overall to the Cardinals. Zay Flowers, 25 overall to the Giants. Jordan Addison, 42 overall to the Browns. Charbonnet, 64th overall to the Bears. And Jalen Hyatt, 53rd overall to the Los Angeles Chargers. That is round one of the mock off of Trevor Sikama's mock. And now we are into round two. And... I will say we are going to continue to use this as the baseline, but if you want to get a little freaky and just say they're a fourth-round picker later and you want to take a shot on a guy, I'll let you do it because uh, we'll see how this plays out. So let's go, Jay. You are at the top of the uh, at the top of the first, top of the second. Hmm. My playing my playing the draft or my playing the man? Is my pick going to slide to me, Ray? That's the real question here. I don't I'm going to take Josh Downs. I'm going to okay. take Josh Downs okay. here. He Good went pick. to the Carolina Panthers. Already talked about him. Should operate probably as the number two at worst. Early second round pick. Went ahead of Jordan Addison. Went ahead of Jalen Hyatt. So obviously there's a reason to take him here. The issue for Downs is the health. He's always hurt. He's always yeah. banged up. But hopefully in the NFL, he can maintain some semblance of health and be an addition to CJ Stroud or whatever quarterback gets drafted at number one, assuming the Carolina Panthers keep that number one pick. But if Downs did go there, very wide open situation, talented player that can operate out of the slot and do some stuff outside as well. I think he'd be a great fit in that offense, kind of t taking what he did with Car Paris Campbell last season, but at a higher degree. And I also think he's great in the red zone, which is underrated for some of these smaller receivers. Jay, I can't believe I'm about to do this. Where's uh where's Stanley at in the chat? Where the hell is Stanley? Where's my boy Stanley? Stanley, get your ass up here. Where's Stanley at? I can't believe I'm gonna do this, Jay. Um, but here at the 202 spot, I am going to dive into the quarterback pool and I am ah, going to no. select. Hendon Hooker, I didn't, Jay. I didn't think you'd do it. I I'm going to select Hendon Hooker, Damn. who was drafted at 255. So he was a mid to you know, closer to late second round pick. But I love the spot in Detroit. Damn. And I love the fact that Hendon Hooker will not be asked to play right away. Right? He's not going to be asked to play from day one. You got Jared Goff under contract. He performed very well last year. And what's interesting is most people say Hendon Hooker is a system quarterback, but so is Jared Goff. So it should just should roll right into Ben Johnson's system. A-okay. But if he gets this type of capital by the Lions, I'm looking at Tank Dell. Do I really want Tank Dell over what Hooker could be? I can make a case for Spears, A-Chain, Chase Brown. I'm gonna take Hendon Hooker here, Jay. I didn't I didn't expect myself doing it, but I'm gonna take Hendon Hooker here at the 2-2 spot. That was the right pick. That was the pick I wanted at 2-1. I just wasn't sure if you'd actually take him, but you absolutely nailed the analysis playing in Detroit. This is the landing spot we pegged for a long time for a quarterback. If Hooker went there, I would happily take him even back at the first. I wouldn't hesitate to do it because you're going to want shares of him if he goes in the second round. A lot of people have talked about him just passing the process at every turn. 
but I will be taking Dalton Kincaid here at the 203, 31st overall to the Kansas City Chiefs. I believe he was Ooh. the second tight end off the board. He's going to be the Travis Kelsey replacement, right? He's got to be. Next year, maybe, if we're lucky, both Kelsey brothers just retire. But Dalton Kincaid, pass-catching uh, tight end out of Utah. Darnell Washington was drafted ahead of him. Was there any tight ends ahead of him? Nope. Uh, Darnell, Darnell was tight in one. At He's tight in one. Kincaid went in 31st, first-round pick to the Chiefs. The Chiefs love to work with those tight ends. He could operate in that kind of move tight end role next to Kelsey, learn from Kelsey. I think you'd want to have a share of Dalton Kincaid, even at the 203. And to be honest, like the reality is for me, Ray, this is a trade-down spot. This is a spot where everyone on the board right now is basically a third-round pick unless you're a tight end. And even the landing spots aren't great. Like I know Trevor put Tajay Spears to Houston, but now we have another running back signing there. So you'd be taking on Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary. There's just a lot of unknown beyond this kind of pick here. So for me, I would be taking Kincaid. People are saying over Mayer. And yes, I would take him over Michael Mayer pretty easily for me. I don't hate it at all. Uh, You know, it's just... And and we're doing this basically a standard PPR mock. We're not getting too crazy. We're not putting 175. I don't want to change the rules and make it, you know, two-point tight end premium. Um, But I think I would would have liked... I like the spot of Washington in Cincinnati with no tight end there. There's no tight end there. Yeah. None. And he's probably going to be on the field 100% of the time because when it is a running down situation... He can operate as a very good uh, run blocker. And then his ability to be on the field in passing situations, you got an efficient quarterback who's going to throw the ball 650 times a year. I like Washington's Kincaid spot sounds better, but Kelsey ain't going. When is Kelsey going to stop? Like when he didn't show any signs of slowing down. So um, I'm not worried about that as much because he could still operate as the number two in that offense. He has the better quarterback and he doesn't have to compete with targets with Jamar Chase, Tyler I mean, Boyd, uh, and let's, T. Higgins, right? Yes, Mahomes is better than Burrow, but that's, I I'm mean... Just, I, I, yeah. I'm, come on, man. Course. I mean... I got to make my point here, Ray. Uh, but that's, so that, you're so reaching. I, there's, there's only three spots difference, but in terms of target competition, I think you're, there's a there's a reason to like Washington on the Bengals, but those guys aren't going anywhere either. Whereas on the Chiefs, there's not really anybody there outside of Kelsey. Kelsey's great. I'm not trying to say he's not, but there is definitely room for another option there. And if KK can fill that role, it'd be very good. All right. I'm here at the, uh, where am I at? The 2-4 spot. <sighs> Jay, if this is how it played out, I think I would do it. I, I know... There's no one really that I'm. I, I know we're talking about, about competition in Houston, but I would still I'd take Tajay Spears right here. I'd take Tajay Spears to Houston. He was selected what seventy third overall, third round pick, RB four off of the board. I just want I want everybody to understand yeah. that he's RB four off of the board. I think in a regular PPR league, no tight end premium. If it were tight end premium, Darnell Washington would have been the pick, but it's not. I just like him a little. Michael Wilson, I like him, but Tennessee, yuck. Tank Dell no, in New you. Orleans. Nope. No. Ah, ah, you're up. All right, it's it's getting dirty. You're you're up. So for me here, Ray, I'd have to take the next running back on my board, even if he's a fourth round pick. I'm not making the same mistake I made with Tyler Algier last year. I'm taking Kendra Miller here. Kendra okay, Miller, even though he wasn't bat. drafted. Even though he wasn't drafted in this mock, I think he's the most talented running back left on the board. You could go Chase Brown if you wanted to. I'm going to hope that Kendra is an early fourth round pick, gets a good landing spot because there just isn't a ton of options here. 
If Chase did go to the Bills, now he has to compete with even more guys. Again, another issue for a lot of these running backs. And it's and it sucks because Trevor did this mock and then a bunch of things changed okay. as regards it's to okay. how things go. But okay. again, we're reacting to the new news. And I think that if we're taking us taking another running back, Kendra would probably be my pick here. Because honestly, there's not really anybody else worth taking. Even at wide receiver, there's just not a lot of upside. I'd probably be taking a running back here, even if he was a fourth round pick. If he got a good landing spot, I wouldn't hesitate to do that. All right, I am up at the, uh, what is this, 2-6 spot, and is it as tempting as it may seem to take a tight end right here, especially Darnell Washington who went to Cincinnati, I'm still not going to do it, Jay. Like, I'm not I'm not doing it. Like, in a, in a regular PPR league, I'm not taking a tight end before the back of the, before the back of the second, so I am going to select... Running back Devon A-Chain, who lands on the Tampa Ooh. Bay Buccaneers. I'm taking A-Chain over, K- over Chase Brown. A-Chain, quite the fall for a player that we all, at least in the Destination Debbie community, we love us some Devon A-Chain. Love Devon A-Chain. Reality is, not an every down back. Doesn't have the size. Got it, got it, got it. But in Tampa Bay, no Leonard Fournette. I'm not, I'm not overly concerned about Rashad White. I, I'm really not. He wasn't efficient as a rusher I- last year. Um, the team is probably going to be not very good, so there's gonna, there should be some opportunity for him to have some explosive plays. I, I like I like if he goes to Tampa Bay in the third, I would like his resistance path a little better than Chase Brown's immediately, which I still like Chase Brown, but I would take A-Chain here in the middle of the second. Yeah, and I'm with you. I, I'm curious kind of how that touch works work would shake out because I feel like they both do things similarly well, right? Like Rashad White's still a good receiving back, but so is A-Chain. And I'm curious how that would ultimately break down. But I will be taking Chase Brown here on Buffalo. Obviously great offense. If you're taking a shot on a running back, it's hard not to like Chase Brown. He was drafted late third. So it is a pretty good spot for him. And again, he's fighting for touches with Damian Harris, who I think he can easily beat out. And then of course, James Cook will probably see an expanded role this year. But Josh Allen's going to get his carries, but you're hoping that Chase Brown can fit into that offense instead of taking a shot on a lesser known player or again another wide receiver that we have no idea what they're going to do because there's not a whole lot of great landing spots here but someone mentioned in the chat ray i think what i'm realizing is that there's not as many good running back landing spots as i hope there would be there's a lot of free agents and a lot of incumbent running backs but there's really not a lot of spots where i'm like if a running back goes there they'd be great. And that's part of the reason why I think we should prop up Gibbs a little bit if he does go to Arizona, because that's one spot that is pretty wide open. Yep. And there's not a whole lot of others that I really see, like even whether it's Houston, Chicago, like all these teams have backs already that are fine. They're not great, but they'll still take touches away from right. any rookie that wants to come in and produce. Yeah, that's that's a fair point, man. I mean, Carolina, they got Miles Sanders, you know? Philadelphia. No one, I don't think, do you think a running back's coming in and taking Miles Sanders' job? Probably no. not. No. Right? No. Detroit, no one's taking their jobs. Nope. New Orleans is locked up. It's like maybe Dallas. If it's not Bijan, then there's room there. Got Pollard. Atlanta, yeah. Tater Wolf said it. Atlanta, Algier's still going to get his work. They probably bring in another running back. That's a good point. There's not a lot. There's not. Yeah. There's no sexy spots this year, it seems. Yeah, there aren't very many sexy spots. And I'm here at the 2-8. Jay, at this point, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk you through who I'm thinking about. Am I gonna take a third round Cedric Tillman over a first round Darnell Washington? I just probably shouldn't. You probably shouldn't, man. So even though I really feel like this is kind of early to take a tight end in a regular PPR league, 
Uh, my only other thought is maybe like Tank Bigsby if he got like fourth round capital, but that's that did not yep. happen. Just ran an unofficial in the mock. Four, four, six. Did in in my film grades he was top seven running back for me on the film. Okay. I just, I, but I'm guessing he could be a fifth rounder. Am I taking a fifth round Tank Bigsby to Atlanta? Would you guys do that? A fifth round Tank Bigsby to Atlanta over a first round Darnell Washington to Cincinnati and Jay? I just. Where I'm at today, based on where they're going, there's no Roshan in this mock, right? Am I taking a fourth, fifth-round Roshan over a first-round nope. Washington? Probably not, Jay. I'm probably not going to do I can't even find Washington, so let's type him in. I'm going to take Darnell here at the 2-8 spot against even my, my rules, right? So here we go. You're up, Jay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult to not make a case for all these tight ends. You going mayor? To be honest— I think it's it, like, this is like this is in, it's it's not about what we're doing in building. What advice would you give drafters who are in regular, you know, standard PPR leagues? They're here at the two nine spot draft played out this way. You got Mayer, who was the first pick in the second round tethered with Bryce Young. to a wide open situation. Musgrave as well. Like, do you just go through? Do we just go? Do, do we double tap tight in here? I think you probably should. I think to your point, you can make the case for Tillman, but we we need a wide receiver to get traded. There's th- four receivers that are very talented, and I know you don't think much of um, what is it? The guy at Penn State, the little one who's really fast. But uh, you do Parker have Judy Washington. there, who's on the no, no, not part of Washington. The the former receiver from Penn State. Oh, uh, KJ, KJ Hamler. Hamler. KJ Hamler. Yeah. yeah. KJ Hamler still has a role in that offense. Tim Patrick's coming back. Cortland Sutton's there. Jerry Judy's there. I don't think Cedric Tillman's working into that rotation anytime soon. Not without a trade. So for me today, I can't make that bet. I would happily take Mayer. I think you can make the case for Mayer or Musgrave. I'll take the production monster in Mayer. And they are building a pretty decent offense in Houston. Not a great offense, but they're That's adding decent. pieces. Yeah. But now he does have to compete with Schultz. So it's not the greatest landing spot, but he has to compete with Schultz, which sucks. But only for a year, and then he can be the tight end of the future in Houston. All right, Jay. Um, trying to stay true to the mock. And... Um I think that I will uh, I will dive into the uh, wide receiver three pool, and I guess I'll take Tyler Scott here. Oh no, Ray! Have you ever drafted Tyler Scott? I've never drafted Tyler Scott, but he went third round to the Dolphins. Uh, sure, I'll take Tyler Scott. This is feels in Mike McDaniel we trust. Uh, Tyrone Scott, we'll take Tyler Scott. How about that? I'll take Tyler Scott to Atlanta. Yeah, I like Tillman too, Austin, but Denver is very disgusting. Um, yuck. All right, Jay, you got the final pick. Are you going off of the board? Or are you taking a third-round wide receiver? Scott Connor says you don't take third-round receivers, and I just did it. I know. Scott, Scott's telling us we shouldn't take third-rounders, and I'm, and I'm debating taking a fourth-rounder. Or a who's fifth the, rounder, or a sixth the, rounder, because we don't know where he's going, Ray. Who? Marvin Mims. I like it. Let's do it. Marvin Mims would be the pick that I that I want here, really badly. I, at the end of the second, top of the third, Marvin Mims is the target because Taking a, everything a fifth we've seen round from him, receiver. Here we go. Fifth Love round it. receiver. I, I'm. This is this is the Amon Ross St. Brown. Okay. Pick. He's All just right. praying that he's that. Where he's he's two one of two things, right? He's Alan Ross St. Brown or he's Hakeem Butler. People who don't know Hakeem Butler, 
There's a re- actually, if you're an XFL fan, you probably know Hakeem Butler, yeah. but not because he's a great NFL receiver. But Marvin Mims is a guy I would be targeting here. You could make a case, obviously, for Luke Musgrave. You can make the case for even Sam Laporta, who was a third round pick to Green Bay. Both are great spots. But Tank Dell, Cedric Tillman, sure, if you feel like that's a great spot for you. Michael Wilson, right? I don't know. I mean, I like the kid. He's he's he has good feet for a guy who's six four. I saw him smoke a touchdown in the end zone at the senior bowls. That wasn't great for him. I just, again, these are guys that probably get drafted high that I don't really want. Would you have taken Roshan Johnson here? That's the only other guy I was really I, considering. I, I would have probably just, I would have just rolled the dice at Roshan at, uh, you know, Tank Bigsby. I'd probably, I, I'll tell you this, man, who I'm not taking right now is Sean Tucker. That's, that's one yeah. that I'm staying away from for a variety of reasons. Uh, wasn't medically cleared to participate in his pro day. Put out a PowerPoint pro day. It's probably not looking good for old Sean Tucker. But, I, I mean, we're doing this based off of a mock. And uh, a fourth, fifth round receiver, uh, probably that, not. That is the probably, ultimate shot in the dark for yeah, zero probably, return. Yeah, probably not a good bet. But that's all we have to work with. So there's the second round of this mock. Josh Downs, Hendon Hooker, Dalton Kincaid, Tajay Spears. Kendra, who was not drafted in this mock, Devon A. Chain, Chase Brown, three straight tight ends in Washington, Mayer and Musgrave, all of them top 40 picks. Tyler Scott went the third to Miami, and Marvin Mims also not included in this mock. No Zach Evans, no Tank Bigsby, no Roshan Johnson, no Izzy Abanacanda, no Kenny McIntosh, no Dwayne McBride. Um, yeah, Jay, it's starting to no Evan Hull. Starting to shape up a little bit, you know. We'll see. Nasty. We'll see. Nasty. It's uh it's 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 nasty work, Jay. But um there it is. Hope everybody appreciated this exercise. I love doing it, especially when we get mocks with at least three rounds. So hopefully we can find some more with maybe five, six, seven rounds that we can dive into. And I saw Joe say we should do a community mock. I'm down to do that at any time. We can get Nick Ercolano, we can get Mason Dodd, we can get some other some other cats from different sites to jump in and mock with DD. So we can definitely do that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, uh, Thor Nystrom, I was on the show with Fantasy Pros with Thor. Thor said he'd be down to come on as well. So we might do might do a community mock and then re- go through the results on the show. But we got a couple of super chats we got to get to before we get out of here. Oh nope, there it is. Wrong sounder. Cam Ward Truther hit us with something. Um, 12-team Superflex Best Ball, 101, and Dak or T-Law in 104. And what will Jordan Love's value tier be if A-Rod is gone? Uh, hold it, went away. If A-Rodgers is gone, he's the undisputed starter in Green Bay. Would Love be worth a first-rounder in Superflex? Scott talked about this last night on Dynasty Trades in 5. If I've got an opportunity to get the 101 in Dak Prescott or Trevor Lawrence in the 104, I'm taking the 101 in Dak. I'm taking the 101 in Dak in okay. Best Ball. Yeah, I mean, there's I don't I don't see I don't think the the delta between T Law and Dak is 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 more than the delta between the 101 and the 104. So I think that side for me is pretty simple. Give me the 101 and Dak Prescott over T Law and the 104. And as far as Jordan Love, I've been saying that he's worth the first. I think he, he's worth the back end first. If it was like the 111, and we're talking about we just did this mock, we're talking about Addison, Charbonnet, Jalen Hyatt, or a yeah. quarterback in Superflex, I would take that shot on Jordan Love. And I think he's going to be pretty good. That's just my take. 
I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be better than people think he's gonna be. He's not a deer in the headlights rookie. I think he's gonna be a little better than people think. So uh, hopefully that yeah. helped your question, uh, Cam War Truther. Stone, would you trade Gibbs for one hundred and six and a twenty four uh, and a twenty four force regardless of format? So Gibbs for one hundred and six and and a twenty four. It'd be first. depleted, right? So the question the question that I makes don't it know. tough is how depleted is this is this rookie draft? Because I probably wouldn't, because then the 24 draft is also going to be depleted, right? If there's Devies, if he already has Gibbs, then you'd think that it would be further depleted. I probably wouldn't make that move, because what are you getting at that 106 if it's a even 20? Imagine if it's 24 or top 15 guys are gone, you're getting someone pretty bad, like back end guy that we just did in this mock at that 106, and the 24 first will also be depleted, so... Yeah, I'd if it's if, if it's depleted 106, then absolutely. I don't know how it would be populated if you already have Gibbs, but uh, I would need to see the depletion pool before I can give you like a, a a real response to that. But if that pool had Chase Brown, Kendra Miller, Tajay Spears, who would probably be available, if it had Zay Flowers, who could be available, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. Jalen Hyatt's probably Jalen Hyatt, Marvin Mims, all the tight ends, not named Mayor. Rich, maybe, maybe, right? Probably not. He's probably rostered. Maybe, maybe. But I'd need to see the depletion yeah. pool before I gave you like a real answer. So, all right, y'all. I got to get out of here. It's been a good week. It's been fun. We got all types of dope stuff. Brand new data. Data, numbers, analytic podcast dropped on our channel. Who's next? That dropped on Tuesday, right, Jay? That was yesterday. Yep. Jordan Backus, who's been with Destination Devi from literally day one. He directs our analytics, director of analytics at DD. So any any numbers I spew out or data, it came from him. Um, he's got a brand new show on the Destination Devi radio feed. It's quick hitting, um, just straight analytical um, uh, process and information all focused on Devi, so it's a like 15, 20-minute show. Check that out. We got the Overreaction Podcast uh, with Chase and Cody. We got Destination Dynasty with, Cot, with, with uh, Scott. Off the Line Fantasy on Thursday. 4D Chess with Mike and Adam on Friday. America's Game on Saturday. We got a lot of stuff cooking. I will be dropping another Underdog Best Ball video tomorrow. We'll premiere that probably at noon tomorrow, drafting from a different slot, talking through the processes, how to take down and win some of these millions. Go to wake up, uh, epson.com forward slash wake up. I know Chris asked about that. Make sure the link is in the description of the video. I think it should be there. And y'all have a wonderful freaking week. Y'all have a good one. Be great. Be blessed. I'll see y'all bright and early on Monday. We out of this thing. Peace. Before y'all close off of the video, I just want to say thank you for checking out the content on Destination Devi. Really appreciate every single view that we get. And the only thing that I ask is that you hit the thumbs up button, like the content, subscribe to the channel. And if you can, comment below for the algorithm really helps the channel grow. Now, if you want more exclusive access to me and the entire Destination Devi team, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access. Now, if your money's a little funny, we do have free content for you. Make sure you subscribe to the All Gas newsletter. There's a link in the description of this video below. And subscribe to the Destination Debbie podcast radio feed, where we got all types of shows hitting airwaves every single week. Now, I'm about to let y'all into my home right now so you can see my setup in my media room. You are watching this on my brand new Epson 
Epic Vision Ultra LS800 projector. Epson came into your boy's crib and hooked me up with this brand new projector in 120 inch silver flex screen, free of charge. And I'm telling you right now, this has completely changed the way that I watch movies, that I watch sports, that I game. If you want a setup like this that takes up absolutely no space at all, there's a link in the description below. Click that or visit epson.com forward slash wake up to completely change the way that you watch sports. Go big, go epic, go Epson, baby. Now y'all can get out of here. I appreciate y'all tapping in. It's all gas all the time. I love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace. Peace.